enjoyed today's show, but this podcast intro is going to be short and sweet because Emily and I are both trying to sneak into concerts. We can do it, I think. I, I think believe in us. we can. Updates tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, tomorrow, whenever you're listening, being Wednesday the 13th, our friend Matt Bearden, along with Bob Fonseca and Chewy from across the hall, they're doing a live show at Cap City. There's still a few tickets on sale. Uh, the three of us are going to be there. We hope to see you. And uh, get tickets at CapCityComedy.com. Love you. Here's the program. Mwah. CJ Morgan Show. This is a CJ Morgan Show. CJ Morgan Show. This is a CJ Morgan Show. And I need to drop some pounds. Not only have I been medically advised to do so, but uh, my shirts are doing that thing where they don't fit. Like, I'm either a size... Like, the size up is too large, the size down is too small, and I only buy the soft Target t-shirts. Wow. And there's, That's so there's, it? There's the no, soft Target? Yeah, there's no fixing anything else. They're the best t-shirts that exist. Have you ever thought about getting both the smaller size and the larger size? They don't and just, fit. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Wearing and then both. <laughs> wearing both, or just sewing them together. Right? That makes a half size. I should lose sure. weight and get healthy, but you just nah, can't do it. It's nah, not possible. It's there's hard. No, there's literally no way to lose weight once you gain it. So yeah. I'm just stuck. Um, yeah. There's no way uh, at and, all. You get surgery for, to get it removed, right? Yeah, but that, you know, that can Cost be bad money, too. But you're else. like a hot celebrity. That's what they all do. I don't right? think insurance covers it. Oh, there's the there's the <laughs> diabetic medication that people take to lose weight, but yeah. that's also expensive. Insurance we, we doesn't cover could, it. We call those performance enhancing drugs. You and very dangerous. <laughs> in uh, 2017, Emily, I gained 30 pounds in the course of like a couple of months. Okay. I think it just hit me. And then uh, at the end of last year, I lost about 25, and everyone's like, well, how'd you do it? I was like, oh, I quit drinking, but that wasn't the case. The case was I was drinking so much that I wasn't eating, uh, right? So that, and then suddenly quitting drinking cold yes. turkey caused a pretty pretty awesome weight loss. Well, so you, you, you sort of took the place of alcoholism with uh, cheese. You eat a lot more cheese now, I eat I a lot more cheese. This is delicious. Way more Parmesan in your pockets just to have on hand. Uh, string cheese, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, I have a bunch of those in my fridge right now. Mm. I, I refrigerate them, but I've gone up. I, I can't just eat the regular ones. I have to do the super big ones and sometimes <laughs> the ones that are stuffed with Reese's pieces. Oh, my God. And it used to be a little treat. I used to have one a night, and that was <laughs> yeah. it. I yeah. can't go back. I can't go back now to I'm, living the normal now way. Now I'm crushing <laughs> them. And I've never been a dessert person, but now every time I go out to eat, I'm like, wow, that flan looks good. Yeah. Uh, that tres leches would yeah, be better in my tummy. Yeah, when you stop drinking, you were like, oh, what else can I treat well, you crave, myself with? You, you crave sugar. Sugars, yeah. So you, you need those real sugar. Exactly. Spencer nailed it. Oh, uh, yeah. you, you start uh, having delicious <laughs> sugar. And I'm still drinking beer. So, oh, yeah, I, you're drinking the non alcoholic Absolutely. Not, that's way less calories, yeah. by the way, than it a regular is, beer. But. but here's the deal I nervous drink when I watch sports or when I'm out doing yard stuff, I just drink. So I could, I, I remember back in the day, if I had an all day project or if there's a UT game on, I would drink. The, they have cubes, they have 30 packs of Keystone, and I would go through a 30 pack in a night. Easily. Oh my and goodness. The other night I was drinking some non alcoholic beer at a buddy's house watching the Texas game 
And when I looked in his recycling bin, how much of it was, I was like, oh, damn, I nervous drink a little wonder one. I was hammered all the time. But <laughs> yeah. also, like, that's just a lot of needless, Liquid. empty, liquidy calories. Empty calories, though, too. It does, it's no nutrition in there, man. Is yeah. there a surgery where I can just cut off my chub? Just oh. cut my tongue and there then sew it back probably on? probably is. But how about this? I can no. give you a different solution. I get it put in my butt, so no. I have a, the Brazilian butt <laughs> yeah, lift. move it around. No, no, no. Just don't weigh yourself, and then you won't ever gain or lose anything. That's a good tip, Emily, and I've already taken that to heart. The problem is... Literally, my shirts don't fit. <laughs> it's the washing machine, CJ. Yeah. It's not you. Put it's the washing heat. machine that's that's shrinking it. That's what I tell myself. Mm, it so absolutely low heat is. The dryer, if you got to dry them. Yeah. Well, if anyone has any like quick and easy weight loss tips <laughs> that I, are not going to kill you, I, you know what I can Take do? Take your clothes off. Random side thought here. I've bitched about not getting Take enough engagement on Twitter. Yeah. And so I should just ask for weight loss tips. Or become a fitness and, influencer. And crypto, and I'll get all the all the bots and everything going yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, this, this it, it sucks. And you know what else is happening? This is the last thing I want to bring on, because I'm complaining about my shirt not fitting properly. Yeah. Looks fine. Uh, sweaty CJ's back. Oh, no. I'm back, I'm back oh. to sweating. I don't want what? that one. Mm. Uh, where have you, it's, it's suddenly Where'd under it 100 degrees now, and I, now you're sweating? And now I'm sweating. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's, it's The chub is back, but don't worry. Follow me on my weight loss journey uh, and my alcoholism returning coming next month. Turns out we've been laying down graffiti a lot longer than you would have thought. Today in history, 1940, in the midst of a war ravaged Europe, uh, two young teens stumbled upon a cave that would change everything the way we entirely thought about our ancestors living in the Ice Age. It's called the Grotta de Lechin. Ooh, that is not how you say it. That's oh, let's never mind. Go, let's go. That is not even close to the way you say it. I'm let's sorry. Go, Spencer, let's go. Thank you, though. Let's, let's go, go. Cave. Uh, basically, they discovered a cave, and the paintings inside go back at least 30,000 years with some layers that are less than 20,000 years old. So that means for a long swath of humanity, people have been painting or tagging, as the kids say, uh, <laughs> oh these my. caves. Uh, these are full-blown paintings, bro. <laughs> full-blown paintings of... This is uh, art, bro. There's hunters. There's battles amongst a predator and prey. There's bison. There's cows. There's horses. Lots of animals, it All sorts out. of things, and they're pretty remarkable at the detail and the coloring and it wasn't just uh your typical what you would think of a caveman painting being they were pretty intricate and really changed uh our eyes as to how our ancestors uh lived and recorded stuff these were more than just a crude like bathroom stall drawing these actually yeah it had color and you know like i said they were painted so it's actually pretty awesome but we did know that you know humans also have long since made uh crude drawings of a bathroom stall nature, but that's not what these caves are. Yes. These caves are historically significant. <laughs> the doo-doo poet strikes or again. Or at least we seem to think so. Might yeah. be meant something else, uh, you know, a long time ago. How, and, cr- how crazy is it that they found it during World War II uh, as well? Uh, 1940, it's pretty wild. And considering, you know, France and that entire area, 
you under know, occupation. Sort of in the middle of you know the war, that, that those camps could have been bombed, you know, or yeah. something. Or, uh, not that they're yeah. a significant like target, but well, not just that could happen to the caves, the the war torn Europe, but in subsequent years, it became a huge tourist site. And then all the people just in there breathing and touching started to ruin it. So I think in 1963, 69 maybe, they closed it off to the public. And uh, it was later named a World Heritage Site uh, in order to preserve these. Because there could be so so much more of this that exists uh, on the globe that just disappeared because... Because of time. You said a couple teenagers found this cave initially? Yes. You think they were going out to find a place to kiss? Oh, I was going to say get high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both, I mean, they were They were older teens. Like, suck it blue. It's the equivalent (laughs) of when you live in a small town and you have nothing to do, so you go to Walmart and you just walk around Walmart Uh, as a kid. Yeah, that's that's probably what they were doing, but but with caves. Sit on the Sonic on the main street. Yeah. Uh, These caves, by the way... Uh, are not the only ones we've discovered, but these were the first ones that really changed the uh, the face of uh, prehistory because since then, even more and more, not just caves we know to look for them now, but actual archaeological... Archaeology, World historic sites yes. where people used to live <laughs> ah, yes. uh, exist. And here's a quick little history quip about these caves. And on this day in 1940, four teenagers stumbled upon the cavern of Lasco, France. They found 15,000-year-old paintings of red cows, yellow horses, and strange two-horned creatures. Archaeologists believe that the cave had been used by prehistoric humans and is one of the greatest finds of the 20th century. Now, the reason I wanted to play that wasn't for the correct updated information, but for the dope beat. can we turn today's The Greatest or Today in History into where you have little sound effects when I'm talking about oh, stuff and, yeah. and we have some cool music behind it? Because that, that sounds like something a, a teacher would play to, to get you interested in it. But there you go. Graffiti, move aside, King Baby. One of my favorite taggers in Austin. Don't even know if they're still around. Uh, graffiti going back much, much older and longer than we thought. Or was this like TV for them? They would just stare at it. Maybe. And just zone out <laughs> like they're streaming. But we haven't changed much, have we? Apple is doing it again. We're getting new chargers. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. But this time will be the last time. Well. Or so we think, right? Or so we think. Uh, If you remember back in 2012 when they switched from their weird bulky 30-pin connector to the lightning cable and we all said... Why? Now I have to buy new chargers. And then more recently, they got rid of the eighth inch headphone adapter and made it to where you only have the lightning to eighth inch. Or because like what? Why? Or they wanted you to use their very crappy earbuds. Yeah, we don't even need to get started talking about everything they've done to the MacBooks. Well, now they have announced in their new, um, I believe it's iPhone 15 and 15 It's going to be USB-C. USB-C, which if you aren't aware, that's like a very widely used like standard cord. You probably have one. And actually, if you own a a newer MacBook uh, Pro, they use a USB-C port too. If you own a newer nicotine van, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. USB-C. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, almost everything switched into USB-C. And Perfect. I, I don't think... So, overall with Apple, this is a frustrating, annoying thing they're doing, and it's going to piss a lot of people off because yeah. they do it a lot. And you mentioned the MacBooks. That heavily, 
angers me that they change it all the time because you used to have everything in HDMI, blah, 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 whatever you needed yeah, was U- on a MacBook. USB. Mm-hmm. Then they changed it to this. Then they changed it back. But here's the overall deal with USB-C. Uh, everyone is using that more. And so it's better that Apple's finally jumping in and not doing their own. And on top of that, I do believe the European That's Union. That's what I was going to say. They've been required to do it and the EU. Oh, yeah. They're not doing what? it because. So they're just doing it here, I would assume, to one, it'll just be cheaper to do it and move to Overall, that. it'll be cheaper, yeah. yeah. And rather than being forced to do it, of yeah. course, They also too. claim that this new USB-C port is going to make it so that our iPhones have all-day battery life. Yeah, right. Yeah, Stop trying to spin it. It's just, you're changing the thing. Um, and if you're worried, <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I going to do with all of my lightning cords that I've been buying at five below and stocking up on? Well, don't worry, because Apple has released a USB-C to lightning adapter of course. for, guess that price. $49.99. Guess the price. $69.99. Well, okay, it's $29. I didn't know. I don't have Apple products. Okay, still, still it's a still a lot. Bit. Like $30 to be able to use your old cord. Spencer, basically. you're one of those weirdo Android users. Are are the chargers for that now USB-C as well? They've been USB-C for, for quite, quite a while. Because yeah. uh, we like to live in the real world and not this fantasy world in our heads. See, and I think this is kind of adorable because my boyfriend is a stinky Android user. And now we can, like, if I get a new iPhone, we could change Share cords. You can charge it together. We can share cords. <laughs> One cord for all. I'm, so cute. Thanks, I'm, Apple, for making that possible. Yeah, I don't want to thank Apple too much because no. they pretty much did this because their hand was forced by the <laughs> communists in Europe. Uh, but overall, it will be a better thing. There will be less and less cords being recycled, being replaced every year. USB-C is a more should be a more dur- durable format, just the yeah. way the wiring on the inside and the connector works. Look, uh, a I lot of like the things, it. like these old USB ones right here with the pins and stuff, they just break. They don't mm-hmm. hold up well. well. And to me, you don't have to flip it upside down. or, or it's, it's Either way, it's perfect for the USB-C. You plug yeah. it in up or down, it doesn't matter. It works just <laughs> fine. Now, here's, I don't have to figure out what I'm doing with it. Here's the question. Um, will there still be the trouble with a MacBook of plugging different stuff in? Or should I just say, screw it? Uh, I'm I'm going back to I'm going back to a regular computer. I'm going back to uh, like a my, my Hewlett Packer oh. or whatever we'll crap go, this is in here. A Dell, not Dude, a Dell. I will get a Dell. But <laughs> he, congratulations, humans. Congratulations. We're all the same now, like before. But you're the not. Same. You have green text messages, Spencer. You are not the same. You, are you, not, you can't do you, FaceTime. You are hurting your family and friends and group chats everywhere. I can't send you a bitmoji. We can't. You know how much that hurts we me? We can't can. thumbs up something because no. then it'll replay. Spencer thumbs up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's not true. Green text. I piece can't of even crap. send you videos. That sounds like an Apple problem. To Very me. disgusting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a cult. We isolate the, the outsiders. Anyhow, <laughs> USB-C, the new format for the new iPhone. Get it now. Emily steps in as a substitute parent. It's Matt Bearden back on the parent pickup here on the CJ Morgan Show. I knew the day was going to come, Matt, when you slowly did what I did and turned Emily into a babysitter. For me, <laughs> no. it was my dogs, but That's true. I'm not doing that. She's I'm not a young doing female. That. She's nice. Perfect babysitter. Boy, oh, yeah. There you Yesterday, go. I talked about how I read an article. It's important that we have conversations with our kids. We talked about dinner out, and she turned to me after the show and said, oh, I have a hint for you. And I said, no, no, no. I don't want to hear it. Let's talk about it tomorrow. So today, I turned parent pickup over to the person 
probably who wants to wait the longest to have kids here in the room. Absolutely. Still, you said, hey, I have this hint. And helping with something that your mom used to do to help get you to talk more. Yeah. um, Actually, this was a recent thing. Um, I know. So my mom was a teacher and it was really easy to talk to my mom because she knows how to talk to kids. (laughs) That's what she went to school for, I guess. And uh, so she was always. hiss on you being raised with a level head and and love and warmth and comfort. It's awful. But she would always come up with little creative ideas to, you know, get me excited about the day or whatever. And I think now that I'm an adult, she still implements those things and they still work because I'm a child in in her mind. Um, Like when I was sick recently, I was really, really grouchy. And anytime she tried calling me, I was like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk, whatever, which I feel like is a normal teenager or, you know, young adult thing to do. So instead, my mom at the end of the day started asking me, how are you doing? And then putting multiple questions choice answers so she would text me and say how are you doing and then she'd say a A. feeling really good can't believe it b Ugh, it keeps getting worse. Or C, oh. I don't really feel any different. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. And then I would just respond, A, B, or C. And then she was like, <laughs> awesome, good to know. Talk to you tomorrow. So your mom would basically lead and guide a conversation via multiple choice? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes, on the days that she was like, I need to make sure that I need to be a mom and check in on her. But I know that that is the most obnoxious thing to do right now. So in order to ease my anxiety, I'm going to give her the easiest way possible to talk to me. Did she ever, and it was funny. Did she ever pass out a Scantron at the a dinner Scantron? table? <laughs> did you, a Scantron? Were you, was there Scantron still when you were in school? Like or did you guys take yes. the stars or tax yes. or toss? Well, I yeah. know they've moved kind of almost everything to computer now. So I was hoping to still catch Emily in the, the last vestiges oh, yes. of Scantron. I was pencils. always the kid that brought the number two pencil. I was left-handed, so good luck them. reading my Scantron. Oh, all smeared. Oh, smeared. Question about your mom being a teacher, a little off topic but that's their job and then they have to get home and do their job yeah does it is there a a difference between do teachers just want to turn it off when they get home and not have to deal with kids like how do how was that growing up with (laughs) funny you say that there's certain subjects that my mom refused to talk to me about because she had to teach them in school and she hated them Mm -hmm. so now as an adult i hate these (laughs) close uh she hates dinosaurs so i hate dinosaurs because she was like that was the worst subject part of the the science class that i had to teach i'm not a science teacher but i had to do it when i taught elementary school uh, she hated space, so I was uh, really a space kid. Your mom was really, not, she's pissing us really off. Yeah. Not uh, a lot of STEM focus no, around the table there. No, no. And so, yeah, my mom was definitely more of a, okay, I'm only going to really enjoy helping Emily with subjects that, like, I like teaching well, yeah, or that I specialize. Uh, like, like feelings. Yes. Like feelings. If she's in class and she brings up, all right, kids, it's time to talk about dinosaurs in outer space, all the little boys go nuts. Yeah. And yeah. then it just completely shuts off the class for that day. Now draw a spaceship. Uh, I will say that's interesting. I may try that. I, I'm learning really well to – I have somewhere under a full second. I, I, I pick up my daughter uh, for a lot of things, and I have somewhere under a full second to gauge whether I should talk to her at all. Yes. Or, or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I definitely. have that one second, and I'm learning how to read her body language even before she gets in the car. Nice. To know whether she should be addressed, or I just go, mm. I bet it was a rough one today. We'll just talk later. 
Because if I try to push into, you know, and it's, it's, it's harmless, I'm just saying like, hey, how was your day? But I've realized that sometimes asking her, hey, how are your day? Is basically basically asking her to relitigate a thirteen-year-old's terrible day that's all emotion and no uh, control, yeah, and yeah. it has yeah, started quite yeah. a few giant fights where she's just <laughs> like, "Why, why won't you leave me alone?" And I'm like, "Oh, I am, I." <sighs> and I think you're doing what you're doing is exactly what parents should be doing. It's just so and what hard. What my mom did is, you know, you try to figure out what your kid's communication style is, and even if it's something that you were not used to, that you know your mom and pop never, never did to you when you were growing up. I mean, if your kid is one of those kids where they're always on Minecraft or they're always, you know, playing some game, I know always this sounds- reading Minecraft. <laughs> then you got to worry about them. Then. Then you need to have a talk. Then you should definitely communicate with your child. Maybe it's time to take him out of homeschooling, Matt. But it (laughs) might be, you know, something where even though it doesn't seem like anything that you would be interested in, ask them one day, hey, can I sit down with you and do this thing that you like to do? And I will not complain about it for five minutes. Just five minutes. And they will enjoy that. Also, just make sure when you text them, you're voice talking on your text phone. Yes. You're sending a voice memo, not texting them that. Nope. Still going to text a paragraph. Austin's number one laser tag champion, the C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Ain't no party like an eclipse party. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat. April 8th, 2024, if we are still here, there's going to be a hell of an eclipse, one like never before, never again. I mean, potentially in our lifetimes, uh, and the best place to view it is going to be in Central Texas. I believe the corridor goes from about Waco just to north of San Antonio is what they're saying will be the absolute best place to uh to view this and a lot of cool places are throwing on some cool eclipse parties as a matter of fact just about every winery we have in our uh, hill country is having something that sounds amazing uh, here's the problem it is on a monday at like oh. noon oh, wait man. but we're working oh, well oh. we can take wait, the day wait, wait. off we could and we could we could go make a stop there and then come to the show yeah, uh, high on moon energy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, my some family members bought a bunch of tickets, and they're like, oh, if you want to go, just let us know. We got extra tickets. And my fiance was pressuring me, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I was like, I was thinking about like taking mushrooms or something. She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, honey, I'm not going to do that at a winery with <laughs> your parents and a bunch of like rich old people. I mean, it sounds like fun. You get to play dress up for the day and then go and pretend that you real, care about this. Real gothy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. You gotta keep some uh, some sort of like cure or something on. Like there you go. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, April eighth is when it's happening. And if you're yeah. gonna get tickets to something, you might want to do it soon because, like I mentioned, people are already buying them. It's selling out. Uh, not just specific wineries, which you can Google yourself, but there's even a Texas Eclipse Festival going on in Burnett, That's Texas, right. baby. I was looking at that. April 5th through 9th is when it's taking place. Yeah, so almost an entire week at the Reveille Peak Ranch in Burnett, Texas, and they have a bunch of uh, 
national from, I mean, South Africa to Germany to Guatemala. Uh, oh, it's like a legit thing. Yeah, they're Dude, doing... Dude, EDM music and stuff. There's oh, several... Oh, it's an EDM show. Yeah. Of course it is. Ah, that makes so yeah, the, much sense. It, 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 I look at here, there's one called Rebirth in Japan. I've heard of the Rebirth one, so... Whoa. Base Coast is one happening in Canada. Ah. All of them to celebrate the eclipse, though, which sounds pretty awesome. So it's... Uh, a worldwide event. Yeah, and uh, we're all going to be here <laughs> together as one people. It is funny. Yeah, these are happening in like all globally, and then we're in Barnett, Texas for yeah. our version of it. I know. Uh, hey, tickets man. on sale. That's at ctexaseclipse.com. Uh, so it's it's yeah, April fifth through 9th. All sorts of stuff happening, and uh, yeah, if you're going to go see the eclipse, I recommend you invite the show along. Yes, because yes. I don't. Here's my thing. I don't want to. Do it in public. I want to do it on like someone's ranch. Like, like you just... want to have a secret eclipse party. Yes. Right. Oh, you know it'd be fun if we threw our own eclipse party. Okay, nobody steal this idea. But if we throw through our own party, we could have half of the people dress up like moons and half the people <laughs> dress up like suns, Let's and then they fight. just stand in front of each uh, other. Uh. No, they stand in front of each other because that's like the eclipse, right? Emily, we're not doing a flash mob. That oh, is, you're, you're, you're so two thousand lame. I do like your party <laughs> planning idea, so I want to get you on some eclipse stuff. Spencer is going to be in charge of uh, snacks and cocktails. Okay. Yeah, I found a list of a uh, little suggestions here. Uh, well, how do Galaxy Mini Cheesecakes sound? They're Delicious. Like the, the size of cupcakes, and they're like blue and purple and swirly. Ooh. Sunshine pie. I don't know what that is, but it sounds amazing. Sounds like something somebody's southern grandma would make you. Swirled Galaxy. Co- now, these are just basically regular things that they've made to look like galaxies is what yeah. it looks like to me. Except for the lunar landing cake, which uh, looks like it's a half dome of the moon cake, and then it's got like little Oreos on it and stuff. Aww. It looks red. It's decorated like a moon landscape. Yeah. So you could even probably put like a little Lego lunar rover on there or something. I think that would oh be gosh. fun. <laughs> um, I also have a suggestion. So okay. I'm not really like a, I don't know what you would call it. I'm not a crystal girly, but I was curious. I wanted to see what you're supposed to do in this time. If you're into crystals and spirituality and all of that stuff. Because normally I, I've been to a party where it was a full moon. Historically, and people freak the F out during eclipses. They but, do. Yeah. But I, I've been to a full moon party where everybody puts their crystals outside to charge like so this? no no don't jump in your butt ah am i in trouble CJ. yeah sorry no, Emily. i just reported okay. you <laughs> it wasn't hairy enough for me to report to, we, uh, to the, hr the engineer <laughs> install a button over here that i just pressed to report <laughs> <laughs> that's how common it is but um i looked it but up indeed and according to <laughs> honeymallow.com you should not charge your crystals during an eclipse and that is because Bad. okay they're uh, the eclipses are full of chaotic energy. Well, what if you're a chaos magician, like some sort of dark well, wizard? Well, but you don't want to yeah. put the chaos into your crystals. So another website suggests that if you do plan on cleansing your crystals during the eclipse, that you need to make sure uh, that your focused aim on charging these are going to be positive so that it's like positive chaos. There we go. I'm out. just going to take Emily with me to my <laughs> uh, parent-in-law's yes. Hill Country yes. Wine Fest so she can just talk to him about about how uh, we're so, oh, this is CJ's coworker, the, uh, the 20 year younger girl, and she's yeah. gonna talk about, she's oh, our energy course. crystal guide. Love yeah. it. There you go. They would love uh, that. Check it out. Uh, the Big Eclipse, April 8th, Texas Eclipse Festival in Burnett, and you can Google and find all this stuff. Like I said, a lot of wineries doing their own thing up in the Hill Country, and those are selling out fast. Emily's perfect bachelorette party. Shine, 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 shine.
That's right, Emily's going to explain her perfect bachelorette party. It's Emily Explains It All, and you, Emily, are yes. an event planner. I am. You threw a kick-ass birthday party for yourself. You uh, did a little bit of wedding planning yourself. So oh, you, yes. You Those know a thing or two. of COVID <laughs> where I didn't have a job, and I decided, why don't I try being a wedding why planner? Why don't I be stressed all the time? Ah, uh, yes, and now here I am in radio doing the opposite, which is being stressed, uh, but I don't have to wear frilly dresses. There you go. So. Uh, what makes the perfect bachelorette party? Because as dudes, yeah. there's only one thing that makes the perfect bachelorette party. If you say strippers, party. I'm going to be upset. Yeah, strippers. No, uh, we'll, no, We'll no, fight about no. this later and no. why... Mm. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, Emily, explain to us the perfect bachelorette party. Okay, I have a couple of rules for what I have seen in my time as a wedding planner and also as somebody who is single and a lot of my and friends are getting friends, married. Yeah. And I'm, I've, been in, I've probably been at about four or five weddings now, and I'm only 25, so you guys need to slow down, please. I can't afford it anymore. But one of my first rules is that a bachelorette party should not be too expensive um, because it seems like a lot of these days people want to have these crazy destinations. Let's go to a destination. Let's do every single thing on this crazy list. Expensive hotel yeah. with massages. That's a lot. It's a lot. You're putting a burden on, an undue burden on your friends, especially yeah. when you're younger. That stuff's just hard to and jump out and do. And if I'm going to be in your wedding later, that means I'm also going to have to pay for other wedding stuff for you later on, too. And this is supposed to be a fun, not stressful experience. And if it's, honestly, if it is too far away or if it's at a destination that nobody cares about, there's no point. So I'm going to say shouldn't be too expensive. Step one, make it affordable. Make it affordable. Uh, next up, it is all about the bride. You need to think about it just like you should think about weddings. The wedding is two people coming together and becoming mm -mm, one. Mm -mm. It's all about the bitchy a uh, woman who's in charge <laughs> no, of it's it, not. the top dog no. bridesmaid, and it's also about your old high school college friends fighting with your adult friends. Your call, yes, yes, so, I, I no, do. No, but agree. it's all about the bride. No, what do you mean by that? It's all about the bride um, because I've been to a couple of bachelorette parties where people forget that this is about the bride and just celebrating her and showing them so much love and care and whatever. Because sometimes people will show up and be like making it about themselves or ew the thing that i don't like personally is i don't like bachelorette parties where the theme is basically like genitalia male genitalia have you ever yeah. seen all of that the dong straws yeah. the uh yeah. pin the tail on yeah. the nude men look or, i say why limit that to just bachelorette parties why is it why can't we just celebrate like that all the time? exactly yeah. all the time or i hate the banners that are like the last disco. It's like, what do you mean? This isn't going to be the last time you hang out with so your friends. It shouldn't yeah. be that. Statistically, you're going to get divorced anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so it's just, it's aggressively oversexual when it doesn't need to be. Aggressively. It's about the bride and whatever the bride likes. If the bride likes tea parties and crumpets, get her a, a tea party and crumpet party. Don't Question. make her Not go to the club. Party. What if she likes dongs? Um, does she like dongs that much? Then she's not we, my wife, am I right? Uh, <laughs> uh, slap what's, it, what's our next tip, Emily? Uh, now, back to the bride. If <laughs> When we go out drinking or if there is drinks at this party, 
the bride is required to be the drunkest. Okay. Because sure. I think that the scale of how much you should drink depends on the bride. If the bride is going crazy, then you're allowed to you go crazy. Keep up. But there does have to be, you have to be careful to make sure the bride is able to last and enjoy yes. the evening. Yes, you have to take care of her. But at the same time, if she's barely drinking and little Miss Susie the slut over here. Sorry, Whoa, Susie. Yeah. Not cool. Sorry. Not cool at all. Is just down in all of these fireball shots. You have to, you you have have to, to be her. able to say, Susie, calm down. Obviously, the bride is not wanting that kind of night. And we yeah. do not want to have her yeah. worry about you. So. Let me give you a couple of pro tips, by the way, if you feel your bride is getting too drunk too early. Uh, when it's mimosa time, mm, uh, mimosa time, talk to the bartender or the server and ask um, for a orange juice with a little bit of soda water out of the gun in it. So she thinks she's getting a mimosa. So a bubbly orange juice. Give her fake drinks. Same. Uh, the best one to do what? is a is a. <laughs> this is like the opposite of drugging your friends. I'm, this yes, is not I'm saying like them. so. She thinks she's drinking with everyone, but she's yeah. not. Instead of a vodka soda lime, get her a soda water lime. That way, she's not so messed up that at 6 p.m., yeah. it's all a blur and bad. Or, like, how about we just be real adults and we can, you know, understand Shut the up, situation. Emily. That's dumb. That's <laughs> uh, next how tip. human beings work. Yes. The next tip <laughs> For is... For the perfect bachelorette party. There has to be some sort of theme night. And even if you're not a costume person, even if it's not like, a oh, we're all going to dress up as Disney princesses and walk around town. It's like... A group together doing one thing. A group together sure. doing some sort of theme Makes thing. Makes it memorable. Whether be, you know, going to a winery and you all wear, like, nice summer dresses together or something like that. You all go swim in CJ's pool when his girlfriend's out of town. You all go swim in CJ's pool naked. Are you gonna, you're not gonna knock uh, the the, the groups that like to create a t-shirt, a crew of t-shirts that say this is our bachelorette here. No, no. This is, like, the one time that you're allowed to do that without it being, like, really, really stupid (laughs) and just questionable, (laughs) right? And I really, people have gotten so creative, too. I saw a group that was dressed up all as like old ladies and they had fake butts and they were like twerking with their old lady butts. It was so funny. So yeah, that is all of my roles that I think make the perfect bachelorette bachelorette party. party. But Uh I am going to a bachelorette party this weekend and uh, it's going to go against all of my roles and I'm terrified to see how this one will turn (laughs) out. Will Will you tell us why this bachelorette party doesn't fit within your rules? Oh yes. We'll do that coming up on Emily Explains after a couple songs. It's the CJ Morgan Show 101X. Emily just explained her perfect bachelorette party. Make it affordable. Make it fun. It's all about the bride. And, of course, you got to have one goofy fun night. This weekend, Emily, you're going to a bachelorette party, and you said you said none of that. Not oh. a damn thing. They didn't listen to your rules. They did not listen to my rules. They didn't ask me, but also I'm very busy, and, you know, it, they but, have a twin sister that just planned everything, which makes kind of uh, more always sense. Always trouble. So, I would charge them, too. Now, why do you think this bachelorette party is going to be a nightmare? Well, easy. It, come, it all comes down to one reason. There are 12 people 
in this bachelorette party. Okay, what's the what's a manageable 12. number? I don't know. Like half of that, like what? six. Twelve sounds reasonable. Yeah. Twelve people. That's what I yeah. thought too. I've seen multiple. Now again, these are the bachelorette parties you would probably shame because they usually have the little you know the wiener shaped dong things. straws. Yeah, yeah they're usually not pretty. A fan of that. And Spencer just got parties. back from Nashville, the bachelorette <laughs> yes. capital. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you have a lot of people. Yeah, we have a lot of people, but not only that, you can have a lot of people and stay in your hometown or you know drive to the hill country and get an airbnb but we are all flying to new orleans and we all live in different places so we're landing at different times not only that some of the people that are in this bachelorette party aren't even friends of the bride it's like required cousins see that's dangerous that's not fun or her fiance's sister, her fiance's cousins. Like, these are people that she can't feel completely comfortable with, and that's why there are 12 people in this dang yeah, bachelorette that, party. Sometimes that's fun, but that also that can make it really bummy. Yes. When your bachelorette party, you have to worry about not hooking up with a stripper because your oh. brother-in-law's there. Uh, <laughs> and he's gonna tell on you. So, uh, too many people, tough coordinating. Too a many lot people. Of, a lot of guests that are outside the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is making it possibly the worst? So they sent an itinerary, which I really appreciate. That's actually a lot more organized than most of the uh, different like bachelorette parties okay. that I've been to. So there's a green flag. Yes. But look at that green flag. The itinerary is way, way too exciting for 12 people to be able to accomplish. All right, throw it out. All right. <clears throat> this is just Friday, right? Uh, well, Friday's fine. You know, we check in, we explore the French Quarter, then we're going to go get dinner and drinks at the Airbnb. So Friday, pretty safe bet. That's when everybody comes in. And now Saturday. This already. Is where I should cue the music? Yep. From the beginning, beignets at Cafe Du Monde. Mm. No, there's no way that 12 people are going to get into Cafe Du Monde on a Saturday morning. Not Trust if it's me. Not already booked. I've been to New Orleans so many times. Next up, we've got a cocktail mu- museum with a complimentary tour at 11 a.m. Then we've got lunch at Killer Pool Boys. Then we've got drinks at Pat O'Brien's. Then we have dinner at New Orleans Creole Cookery. Then that follows up with a haunted pub crawl, finishing up with drinks on Bourbon Street and Frenchman Street. And that doesn't even give us any time to go back to and the change. Airbnb to change and none of us have cars which means we're all relying on trolleys. In the sweltering heat of downtown <sighs> New Orleans. Humidity. With 12 people. Uh, uh, imagine carrying a dozen uh, eggs around New Orleans to do all these things. <laughs> 12 people getting des- uh, d- dinner reservations is just obscene. And obscene. And that it's not going to happen. Not it's to literally not going to happen. New Orleans has become a little bit more of a rough place uh, in recent memory. So yeah. be careful. Have fun. And Emily, I task you with bringing us some hilarious audio and video so we can secretly make fun of your friends behind their back on the radio. Deal? I will try my best. You, There is no try. Only do. When can I put up decorations? In my mind, Halloween is here! <laughs> Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Yes, uh, just because it's a little cooler, just because I want to. When can you start decorating for Halloween? Oh, I love this question. I've had a pretty strict in my brain uh, mentality that the month of is when it's okay to start setting up for that particular season. Uh 
Christmas decorations you shouldn't do until December. Mm-hmm. Maybe the week the week of Thanksgiving because yeah. it kind of blends together. Following, yeah, but yeah. Halloween people are starting to ask if they can do it in August. Stop! Uh, no, the what? end of the summer starts to be when your big box stores, Lowe's, Home Depot, has Halloween decorations for sale. I was at Goodwill today, and they have Halloween decorations. If you try to buy something in October, you're screwed. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So is it too soon to start decorating your front yard? I (sighs) don't think so. I, but the thing is, is, um... Uh, okay, it's it's not weather yet. It's not the correct weather. It needs to be needs to time where good. I could open up the windows Thank just you, yes. a little bit and feel a slight crisp in the air because that's how we would always do it growing up is my mom would open up the windows and then that's when we would know, all right, oh. it's time to do our summer like clean out and then move on to fall and start decorating for fall. So I think that it's a little too hot outside. I think so. There's part of me that also is a stickler for rules a lot of times and wants to do what you did, CJ, and keep it to the month Keep of. it to the month. Mm. Um, but also, uh, there's part of me that's more concerned with people extending and trying to pull these holidays and seasons much farther ahead of time. I don't know. It's just, to me, it feels kind of sad to some reason to want to yeah. celebrate something that's not here yet. Yeah. And it's then like it's, you can't fake it. You can't force it. So I, why are you doing it? I was thinking this the other day because I it, have like, a... It bothers me. It makes me feel sad or some I, reason. Like <laughs> I have music that is very October themed and uh, I think Typo Negative came on one of my playlists and I skipped it and I was like, no. <laughs> it's not time. It's no. not time because you'll yeah. burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. You'll, yes. you'll burn out midway through October and, and then, then you won't truly enjoy the spooky season. Then the, what what's, what's makes this finite time of year special is because it is so finite and we don't have three months long versions of and these extending things. extending it and, ruins it. All right, I'm going to play the devil's advocate real quick hate saying that but i will so halloween is my favorite season of all time that is my favorite holiday i love it yeah so why not extend it and celebrate it a little bit early i know you said the burnout could happen but with halloween we have been celebrating halloween for hundreds of years there's so many different traditions and a lot of the times you can do sure when i get to Halloween, I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to par- carve a pumpkin. I didn't go to a pumpkin patch. I didn't drink apple cider. Like, I, There's like a list of things that I didn't get to because I started my Halloween a little late. too late. Or you didn't get to the store to buy a 12 foot skeleton <laughs> oh, I didn't in get time. To the, exactly. Oh. So, devil's advocate maybe because there's so many great things to do during the holidays, you should start celebrating early. early. Oh. You could or do, you could wait till next year. You know no, what? I'll forget <laughs> i've got the perfect plan uh how you do halloween and extend it long is in september you set up a bunch of skeletons in your yard a mm-hmm. uh, 12 foot skeleton as well you put them in board shorts then when football <laughs> season starts you put them in ut gear yes. then halloween you get all spooky uh november 1st rolls around you put them in, in pilgrim stuff That's yeah. right. and then uh christmas you put them in little sweaters so there's skeletons in your yard all year long, and then you just decorate them however you want. Unless you, unless you got a, one of those homeowner associations, I feel bad for you. But uh, <laughs> if I'm spending three hundred on a big ass skeleton, yeah, it's every season. Oh yeah, it'll Always. be Santa for sure. 
Austin's own Lego man. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. All of you gambling addicts, I finally understand. You're now with us, Emily. For Thank the you. First time ever, I found something that gave me that kind of high. Is it because that I he... expect all of you gambling addicts get? You just had a big fantasy football win uh, yeah. uh, here at the 101X Fantasyville Land mm-hmm, League. Mm-hmm. You. Uh, pick the Dallas Cowboys as your defense. They scored 40 points, and we all know one of the most important things when it comes to fantasy football and your drafting is just to go ahead and go all the way out and just get your Oh my God, I don't care! Uh, sorry. <clears throat> Anyhow, was it your fantasy football team? You're oh, now in with us? Absolutely not, CJ. Oh, man. No, I'm sorry. I, I literally closed my eyes and pushed buttons, and somehow I beat everybody. But mm, hey, that's it's a, done. It's like another story. Feels good. No, actually, my new high and my new just I'm bored weekly activity is going to be showing up at concerts without tickets and talking to everybody to see what deal I could get on a ticket. Nice, because it's one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing that tonight. I'm literally going to Stubbs, and I'm going to hang out at the King Cruel show and try to get tickets. Uh, don't buy them off scalpers. Yes. you got to be careful because yeah. sometimes they're already used or there's just shadiness with it. But also, people have digital tickets, so it's not like you're buying a hard yeah, copy. physical copy. It was really interesting. I've never done this before in my life. Um, but our friend Momo called me on the way home from work. Like yesterday I had nothing to do. Yesterday I was going to go home from work and I was going to fold some clothes. And she called me and goes, hey, do you have Drake tickets? And I hate to admit this on the radio, but Drake is a problematic fave of mine. He always has been. I have a nice little adorable story I could tell you later. But I said, no, I don't have Drake tickets. And she goes, well, I'm thinking about just going up to the Moody Center and seeing how much they are at the box office if you're interested because it's a sold out two night tour. He was playing last night and he's playing tonight. And so I said, you know what? Let's get dressed up. Let's pretend we're going. And just try to find tickets. And just try to find tickets to this sold out Drake show last minute. Because why not? I live in Austin, Texas, the bustling, hustling town. I can do this and have no repercussions. One, y'all are two cute young females. So it's not hard to assume you could get tickets. But... I often do not, I'll buy a pair and I don't have people to go with me and I don't want to sell them to scalpers, but I don't want to just give them away to like people that aren't fans or like friends or something online. But I'll often, if there's someone standing looking for, I'll be like, I got one. I got oh, one. Man. Not when it's seated, when it's like Stubbs yeah. or Mohawk. Yeah. Because I don't want to make him feel obligated to hang out with me, but there's a good chance <laughs> that, awkward. that you can get, happen, right? you can get yeah. an extra ticket. Yeah. Uh, I got some tickets. I was, was a long time ago. I was a young man, but back when uh, there was something corporate, it was, uh, damn it, what's his name? Jack. Mannequin, Jack Mannequin. I forgot yeah. his name, damn it. But uh, <laughs> Andrew McMahon. Andrew McMahon. Thank you, CJ. Uh, we were standing outside, me and Buddy, and we couldn't get in because, you know, they're sold out. And one guy came out and he was like, Yeah, I'm not going to go in. You guys want these? And we were like, Yeah, I'll take them. They were actually the price of, so we took them. Yeah. We went in and we had a damn good time. I saw him play piano and I was like, Wow, we actually kind of looked like each other yeah. at the time. Uh-huh. People were confusing me for him. Anyway, the point is, it feels good yeah. <laughs> what to a, come across like a random, sudden, like. What a great yeah. discussion. Because I'm literally yeah. trying this at King Cruel tonight, and if that doesn't work, I'll go to the Mohawk and try to get into Matt and Kim. So uh-huh. do your best to look cute. 
and like innocent. That's what I did. I Always. Think, I think that's what Emily and Momo did. Now, more importantly, Emily, I only saw one Instagram story from you and Momo last night, and that was like, anyone got Drake tickets, but for last night's sold-out Moody Amphitheater Drake show, your new gambling thing, show up at a concert, stand out front, hope to get in. Emily, did you get in? Is anybody else selling Drake oh. concert tickets for tonight? You, uh, no My luck? budget, no. Um, and it was Yikes. real, but it was really funny because again, there were no repercussions. I didn't even plan on going to the show, and it was so funny to just mess with the scalpers because they kept coming up to us and they kept kind of, sort of, verbally, sexually harassing me, which is fine if you're going to give me tickets then sure you could what? you could tell me that i'm a big booty judy that's what all right were they trying to <laughs> what 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 prices were they throwing oh my at god. you they were throwing so the tickets online we we were the annoying people that went up to the box office for like an hour straight to see the price drop and it started off at four hundred dollars and then by the time the the show started it had only dropped down to like 280 that's nuts it was nuts so that's our, a frustrating thing that they've started doing recently like live nation frustrating um but it was hilarious because the scalpers kept coming up to us and being like all right what's your price what's your price and we're like oh you no we we you're not gonna like our price and they're like no no no, throw a price out there 50 and we'd say we'd say 100 (laughs) and they go man and then they'd walk away and then another group would come up and ask us and eventually by the end of our adventure all the scalpers had been talking to each other and so we would hear one of them be like oh let me talk to these girls over there and then the other would be like nah man no they it's don't not want worth it so they, so, they, so they it. ate the cost of the tickets yeah. instead of uh, instead of selling us tickets and what about people in line there was no one that had extras no. or anything no. like that no nobody has extras to Drake are you kidding me they're gonna they're gonna go no matter what you never know uh, well, yeah, Emily's gamble did not pay off. Are you going to try not. it again tonight? Yeah, Momo I and I are going to do the same <laughs> thing tonight. Uh, it was so exciting, guys. So will I. So you'll, <sighs> if you see some sad, weird radio kids looking for tickets, <laughs> it's us. Austin just got a little more expensive and cheaper uh, all on the same day. Yeah, it's local news time. And if you are looking to go and hang out on South Congress, buy some uh, boots or a hat from Tacovas. Uh, take your picture in front of the I love you so much sign. Guess what? It's going to cost you a little more now because Austin has installed paid parking signage and, of course, meters all along South Congress. It's not just there, but areas downtown have now been expanded to where you're going to have to pay to park. I don't hate it because it does come with improvement and building and the city's already broke, so we need money. The only thing I think we should adjust on this is... In some cities, if you're a resident, you don't pay for parking. Say yes, that would be a great thing because there are certain places that I, as a local, avoid because I don't want to pay for parking. But I want to go support them. But it's like I don't want to. It's like we're paying taxes and stuff, and it's like it's already expensive to live here. Like for you know how the property rates and things like that too. So it's like, come on, man, yeah, stop trying to nickel and dime me everywhere. I live here. I contribute to this place, man. Here's here's the way they could do it too, because there's already the mobile parking app, which Mm -hmm. is so much easier to use. Just tie that to your utility bill somehow. Boom, done. it's getting cheaper, though, so parking's going up. But uh, recently, a survey group said that the price of rent is now trending down. I think $12 was the number. I don't have the exact number. The point of this whole thing is every year when this group comes together and does the price of rent or mortgage in Austin, it's up It's up 200 It's up 100 right. It's up. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, it's down. Down just a little bit. <laughs> 
But nonetheless, huh. you can get a meal at Taco Bell for twelve dollars. It's still down. Yay! Wow. Nonetheless, it's, it is. Will down. it trickle to us? Now, will our apartment complexes give us twelve dollars off? I doubt it. Uh, doubt not that. mine. Once the price goes up, it never goes back Remember, down. They're yep. taking away their wa- my washer and dryer. <laughs> they're not. Gonna you don't even have a place to go. Maybe Emily, you could move to the Colorado Tower downtown. The Colorado Yeah, probably can't afford to live there, but uh, there was a big fire, by the way, so they're going to need the money. The oh, Red I heard about this. Ash Italian restaurant caught fire yesterday, which was also 9-11, so it freaked a lot of people out. Uh, of um, course, yeah. Jeez. Luckily, no one was hurt. There was no damage uh, to the building. They got it contained, and of course, the restaurant is on the, uh, the ground floor, but how... Just freaky as that Did to you... live in a place where there's a fire and you're told to like yeah. shelter in place because a restaurant is blazing. Like the smoke. Did you see pictures of it? The I, smoke I mean, was insane. I watched their Instagram and um, it, they people were very mean. They were posting some some memes, comedy jokes about oh red ash. Well, <laughs> now it is. Yeah. And things like, oh, I wonder how far in advance the fire had to make a reservation to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, and stuff like that. Man, so. their Pizzoli's fire. Yeah. <laughs> they must have a, be having a fire sale, right? You know, not not bad for there. You could workshop it hey, a little bit. As long as no one was like really seriously hurt, and no. I'm sure the restaurant will be okay. I, think, um, I hope it's okay. It's fine to make memes and puns and joke about this stuff, uh, but it was a pretty freaky scene, and a lot of people were speculating crap was going online. Uh, speaking of speculation, last chunk of local news. It is day six of the Ken Paxton impeachment trial, and did you know... You can go line up every morning, and you could be in the gallery for ah. that trial. We get in line, they give you a number, and it's really? kind of... Really? Are you yes. do this? You should do this. I think it's like a lotto system, and you can go hang and watch it. So if you want to do that, enjoy. Also, enjoy the new conspiracies that the Bush family is behind Ken, and Ken Paxton's downfall. Yeah, what? we're full on nutty now. I love it. Yay. Keep Austin weird. Did you know Jackie Chan? Uh, Jackie Chan said he never liked the Rush Hour series, but continued to do them because... He didn't make that money. He, was, he said the, uh, quote, irresistible amount of money he was offered. <laughs> Welcome to Did You Know? It's uh, facts like that. Did you know they're true? Wait, we don't. So but him and Chris be. Tucker aren't really best friends? Turns out they are not. Oh. That sucks. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Uh, do you, Emily, understand a good did you? You're sh- should I not have done that voice? Ooh. Should I not do the voice of a black actor doing an impersonation in a way of a Chinese actor? Is that can I say that I didn't couldn't actually place even that accent? I didn't even know yeah. that either until I, you said so that. I, think you got I, away I kind with of do that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, have you ever on. seen Clone High? Because you sound like uh, JFK's character in Clone High. That's probably... You don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, JFK? Yeah. Uh, or, uh, we will uh, uh, here with the Aish Ben Aina uh, Berliner. Yeah. Was that Chris Tucker? Well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> Emily, give us a did you know. Oh, gosh. I don't know if I could follow it up with this. Uh, did <laughs> you know there was a New Zealand badminton team... That was called the Black Cox. Let me say, because badminton, shuttlecocks, okay, that's that's why. It's the little thing, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, the International Badminton Federation found that the name was um, <clears throat> hard to swallow, and so they made them change it. Well, that's not fair. Yeah. I know. Isn't that so lame? Like, I mean, I, I feel like in a New Zealand accent, you can say more 
words like that and yeah. it comes across as like fancy or fun. Or it's like when British people swear, I think it sounds so dainty. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. Bloody right? hell. Yeah, see? Oh, I learned uh, a really good British swear. Go ahead, Matt. Proceed with your next did you knows, but i got to find this one. Okay. Did you know? Do you know? Uh, I, Spencer, you probably know this because you, 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 you went to uh, Jesus school growing up. Oh, God. Uh, what is the first <laughs> book of the Bible? <laughs> Genesis. Yeah. Guess what? It's not even close to being the oldest book in the Bible. Did you know that already? Uh, yeah, I did know that they took a lot of them out, actually. They had meeting, and they were like, let's get rid of a lot Who's of these... That? Uh, Who's they? they monks had, and priests it's and not, What was it called? It's not ecumenical council. It's the... Diet of Worms? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. There, 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 were, uh, uh, there were many meetings to cut down books. Anyway, the, liturgy. the book Genesis was actually written later than at least a dozen of the other books that appear in the Bible. It just got rerouted up to... Mm-hmm. I think they got a good editor who said, hey guys, I think that this <laughs> book would really pop off a little better Dang. if we kind of started at the beginning of everything. Let's throw that in there. Let's not just... Let's not bury the lead here. I want the unabridged version of the book. <laughs> I want. I just want to see how long it would be if Oof. it was without the editor's cut. Oh, you mean with yeah. all the dozens of yeah. extra books? Oh, man. Wait, so you want even more begetting? <laughs> <laughs> Who else needed to be begetted? Salt the earth. That was a fun thing they did. Did you know? Did I know? Did we know? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> Y'all heard of these things called Tootsie Rolls? Uh, yes. Uh, candy sweet as gold. Did you know the recipe for Tootsie Rolls calls for the previous day's batch to be mixed in with a new batch each day? Recycling. Yeah, that means there's a bit of the very first Tootsie Rolls in every new roll made today. They were made in 1907. And we're still eating Tootsie mm. Rolls. Mm. 19. That's why they taste so good. Bad. That's pretty great. <laughs> Very um, gross. I found a good, uh, did you know, there's a term the English say when guys online, you know, creepy guys are always in girls' DMs telling them to do stuff. Here's one that I discovered that really makes me laugh. Lob a t- out. Right, okay. And what did they say when you asked them to lob a t- out? Just lob, a, lob it out. Lob Dude, it out? To show your boob, you lob a L- oh, out. Lob, lob it ah. out. Lob it out. Yeah, did you know? Yeah, now you can use that, gentlemen. Uh, you'll sound British and fancy. You'll, you'll be like a a regular old Hugh Grant if you just ask a woman oh, to lob he's it so out. so handsome. I got something for you two. There's a contest to find the laziest person in the world. Well, it's actually uh, not the world, and it seems really difficult. It's the laziest person in Montenegro. They've done it for 12 years, and it only pays out $1,000. Ah, well. Really? That seems appropriate for a lazy person. For being lazy, sure, but here's the deal. the contest now goes up to 117 hours. Last year's winner set the record. Basically, you lie down on mats. All you can do is play on your phone or laptop. You can't get up. You can eat, drink, read, that sort of thing. Whoa. You get uh, every you get a 10-minute bathroom break every eight hours. Wait, and that's, wait, wait. That seems so boring. This isn't the depression competition, I thought. This is lazy competition. Straight up lazy, but it seems very... That's depression. Depressed yeah, it feels like we've all been <laughs> there before. Me, yeah. $1,000 with 23... 23 Three days, right, of just sitting there, laying there. That is very boring. And it seems like even though this is the Balkans and they're not known for being a very rich, expansive area with a nice cultural history of uh, peace and and love and gold. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Point is, uh, 
it seems like that's a ridiculously low amount of money for someone's time not being able to move or do anything for that long. Yeah, and as somebody who has Who's just, lazy, like you. No, I was going to say, as somebody who was forced to be lazy for the past five-plus days because of COVID... It gets pretty oh boring my pretty God. fast. Like, I was going insane. I was going a little bit nuts. My roommate and I, towards the end of COVID, put on masks and decided we were going to go through the Sonic drive through because we were like, You wanted to get them sick. Right. We need something to do. That's so insane. You got Gotta be uh, depressed to win this, you know. When I would get one of my in my deepest depressive moments in the past, sometimes you just stare at the wall. You sit there and you stare for at the 23 wall. Twenty three days. You think you could do that for twenty three days? I've done though? It for a few weeks in a row. <laughs> just uh, stop taking yeah. your medicine. Go sit down. Uh, you he- sit down. You're like, I don't know what to do. I was thinking that, you know, last year's record was 117 hours. Winner gets $1,000. I was thinking, like, oh, man, that's garbage. It's not a lot of money. I just looked it up, and it's more than what the U.S. federal minimum wage pays. Oh. Uh, that would be $8.54 an hour. So, you know what? Maybe you go to Montenegro, you win this contest, and you'll still be making more money than the sonic worker Emily got sick last week. Hey, that problem with your beehole can be fixed with sugar. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Well, this definitely sounds weird. Excuse me, sorry. Are you okay? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That fake laugh got a little... That sounded ridiculous. Are you okay? (laughs) I know, man. Uh, I'm going to read just a little bit from a fun medical journal that I was looking at. uh, Looking for some... Well, I was looking for what I consider to be wired developments (laughs) that are on the horizon. Sure, but butthole... New things that are going to help humanity. Butthole really stood out to you, Uh, though. That's when I found this. Uh, Few words... I'm I'm reading. This is a direct quote, by the way. Few words in the English language can inspire more discomfort than rectal prolapse. And uh, I happen to uh. agree with the sentence. Uh, is everyone familiar with a rectal prolapse? I am not. It's when it collapses. Yes. That is when your beehole kind of turns itself you know, into a sinkhole? Inside out sock. <laughs> beehole to sinkhole? Yeah. Think about when you pull a sock off. Yeah, it's a great way to say yeah. it. Joke, and, like, uh. and it kind of starts to droopy droop. It can happen. It's like a sock. It, I don't. It kind of turns and should starts. Should I ask a, how it happens? Eh, no need to do that. No, don't you know, go the there. The thing is, is that you're college educated and you have an imagination, so ah. put it to use. Sometimes yes. it's just age. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you can cough too hard and it happens. Ooh. Sometimes Ooh. you can be. That's pushing. what happened to me at the first of the segment. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, anyway, this is not about rectal prolapse uh, so much as it is about um, doctors say that there's actually a. A thing that can help. Um, you can lead to de- dangerous complications if it's not resolved. You might want to get to a hospital, but in some case, in some cases, surgery is required. But not always. And in fact, one of the methods they say that is a try-at-home method. Awesome <laughs> DIY, Just baby. DIY. You're gonna fix that prolapse yourself. Can I be honest with you? If this ever happens to me. I'm going to Put want to. Down. I'm going to yeah. want to at least try to fix it at home first. That is yeah. a, that is a it's Matt not the situation where I want to walk in to an ER and they go, well, "What can we help you with?" I'm, I, I'm just say, you know what? I'm just going to discuss it with the doctor. I don't really want to say it in the way. Don't really. fix it at home. It's like when you have a new rug that gets one string out and you cut that string and then try to pull. It just keeps. Keeps yanking. Wait, keeps getting are you worse. ready? So here's what they're saying you should do. Are you ready? Yes. No. Sprinkle 
sugar on it. Was it a slug? That's <laughs> <laughs> salt. That's so good. Sprinkle granulated sugar on the prolapse and wait 15 minutes. So a spoonful of sugar does <laughs> make... And go down, I guess. It also helps the prolapse <laughs> swelling go down. Ah. Yeah, the sugar won't harm the tissue, but it will absorb moisture. In doing so, it will cause the prolapse to shrink and make it easier to <clears throat> eat ass. Come on. Oh. oh, I'm the one that went too far? Yeah, you really did. You really, that, why was that necessary? What is that? We're talking about medicine here. Tell yeah. us more, sweet butt. Uh, basically, <laughs> no, it makes it easier to, 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 to put back in place. That's good. To, ah. to, That's good. to return to its original state where yes. it lives, which is in the darkness. The solid sock state. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a wizard throwing yes. salt at Be gone! <laughs> back into the cave with you. Anyway, I thought it's one. Now, I would say, it does say sugar. I wouldn't go with a Splenda or a Sweet and Low on this one. I think <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah, go with like OG. Sugar. Yeah, go with the, the refined the pure cane. white stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, I would go with the ER before I tried well, anything yeah. else. I, that's, that seems say, like... wait 15 minutes. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do in that 15-minute period while I'm waiting. There are some things that it's like, oh, you know what, super glue, or I can use this medical advice from the web. That's one that I don't think I would want to mess up, and I would go... And I, no matter what the bill costs, that's just, one that you don't want to have screwed up. Imagine if up. you were out of sugar and you had to knock on your neighbor's door and be like, uh, can, I have a, can I have a cup of sugar? <laughs> that's a little <laughs> weird. Cool stuff from our childhood that kids these days, you're just missing out on. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. It's Clickbait Corner, and that's right. We are going to click through all the crap. Uh, Today's clickbait coming from Reddit. Uh, They asked the question, what is some cool stuff that you remember as a kid that these days Gen Z is just going to miss out on, that they're not oh, going to get to have. And I'm going to start with this one that really, really, really excites me. Um, having a weekend, having a party, having something, and getting the developed film back. Taking Aww. your disposable camera. I mean, before even you had the instant ones, which you could still develop. But having a camera to where you didn't know what the pictures looked like. <laughs> yeah. I remember being Getting it developed on a Sunday and bringing it to <laughs> class on Monday. Yeah, I, I remember uh, being at a party once and taking a picture of a friend. He flicked me off, and I was all scared that my parents were going to see the, the middle finger when they oh, got the film Oh, whenever they developed. got the photos back. Yeah, I remember that. Now, luckily, yeah. I had just missed it. See, for me, I was in the digital age, so I had little digital cameras. So you could go back and look at so stuff. So we could go yeah. back and look at them. So I never had that, except for when I was a kid growing up. But I will say, having that digital camera and just bringing it to school made you the most popular person ever. To go back and look at Stacy's party what happened well yep. yep disposable was amazingly the same and often you would get doubles just because you would have a friend that really wanted one or something like that Cute. Uh, another one browsing the video rental store there oh was my gosh, yeah. something kind of fun about that yeah netflix um, will never feel like it did to walk through mm-hmm. any sort oh, of dude. video rental store i remember getting out of high school like on the weekend or something you'd go with a friend or a girlfriend or something and just go stroll around at the blockbuster or something to like, see the new huh, movies do we feel mm-hmm. like a horror film or are we feeling like like action or ugh, rom-com. it was also how you discovered what movies were out yeah. more than yeah. anything else really uh, oh, yeah. I, 
I really enjoyed seeing the really old weird titles and stuff that they would have. Old horror movies with like Chud and like all yes, the spooky dude. covers. That Bad was fun. Bad Taste is a good one. That's pretty crazy. Uh, this one, I don't have kids yet and I can't relate with kids these days, but this is pretty, pretty tight. Um, parents not having HD security cameras. You were very wealthy if you had security cameras as a kid. Nowadays, everyone has a ring, a blink, a Google Nest, whatever. So sneaking out, coming uh, home from a party late, or uh, doing any and everything is on camera. I caught the small little edge tail end of this because my mom figured out how to use Find My iPhone when I was a senior in oh, high school. Oh, Emily. Uh-oh. So I would be sitting outside of my boyfriend's house for a little too long and she would ping me on Find My iPhone and say, it's getting late. Doing you a, need to start heading home. Doing a You're not driving home oh, yet. man. Privacy. What's that? embarrassing. Uh, what about AOL Instant Messenger? I was never big online, but I know all my friends were. My girlfriend was when she was younger, but I had a buddy that had it, and we would troll people pretty hard. Oh, we yeah. would, we yeah. would pretend to be like young girls. And, Chat rooms and, are fun for that know, reason. Just, just talk all kinds of vicious crap. <laughs> Trolls, uh, we are bad people. This one's kind of tight. Music involvement, and what it means by that is if you had the money to buy a couple of CDs a year, X amount, that's all you had, you knew that album in and out. It also made you a lot more savvy when buying music because if they only had one good song and you bought yeah. the new Stone Temple Pilot CD and it sucked, you were screwed. That's it all you got. Worst. Plus, like, I know this probably is a thing that still happens. I don't know, but like, you would get together with some of your friends that were into specific types of music. One of them would be like, "Hey, so I got this so and so's new album. Like we could go to You'd over have a and like party. listen to yeah. it together because." That, yeah. was, that was it. That was fun. That was part of the event, and it was cool. One of my favorite things was when iTunes would give away a free song. Do you remember, like, every week, <laughs> iTunes would give away a free song that you could download? No, and that's we didn't how, have those. We, that's, that was my time, and Ugh. that's how I, like, got into a bunch of different, you know, like, that's how I got into Metric, actually, is because they had a free song from Metric that was on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, see, I was uh, already too old for What was that meeting I was just talking about, the disc thing we had? What were those called? My, CDs? So, how about you see these nuts on your chin? Oh, my God. <laughs> Got it. Uh, anyhow, number Next one. one. Number one. Last but not least. Ashamed. I'm sorry. Uh, not you. Like that bad <laughs> joke I just made on the radio, it's gone when we're done talking. Uh, but number one on the list was not having all your screw-ups screw uploaded to the internet forever. Embarrassing pictures, moments in school, from know. bullying to I've doing dumb stuff. I've seen your Facebook, CJ. I've seen your Facebook. My yeah, Facebook. Even stuff that's pre-internet you will bring back up and share. My like, Facebook is a well-curated <laughs> dumpster fire. Um, yeah, it's just a controlled burn. You just keep it burning constantly. Just, <laughs> just shovel crap in there. Uh, there you go. It's your clickbait oh. corner on the CJ Morgan Show. If there's anything uh, you really feel like kids these days are missing out, that we had it good in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, let us know. 512-835-1015. All right, earlier on the show, we talked about potentially Emily's new fun gamble. You go out, you stand in front of a concert venue you don't have tickets to, and you hope you can get some, either for free, for cheap, whatever. Or for one Instagram handle, which somebody jokingly offered, hey, if you give me your Instagram, I'll give you these for the price you want to pay. And uh, You have two Instagrams. Do it. it. I know, but they were kidding. I wish they weren't, though, because that would have been a steal. been well worth it. Well, I'm trying that tonight. There's a Stubbs show I forgot to get tickets to. I want to see King Cruel. 
Plus, uh, he makes me, he's got a very spooky vibe, and I feel like it's spooky season. It should be. So, Mike, I'm just going to get there. Doors are at 7, which means there will be a line, but I was thinking about getting there later. But am I screwing myself because my best chance to get extra tickets or if people are selling them is, is when the line's still there? You have to make sure that the box office is open. Well, there's, but they're sold out. it's sold out, so the box office is just going to tell me it's sold out. No, that's not true because there might be some extra tickets. Like holds or comps? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There might be some or, or something, I don't know, where they sell a certain amount online and then they keep a few at the box office just in case. Yeah. So they might be selling those. I mean, that's what we did last night when we tried to go get Drake tickets is we just showed up at the box office and they it was a sold out show, but... The venue still had a bunch of tickets left over that they were waiting to sell at the box office. Now we didn't buy them because they didn't <laughs> it was drop the price. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they went from like four hundred to two eighty something. Yeah. So you didn't. You ended up not getting in, but you're gonna try it again tonight. We're gonna try again tonight, and yeah. even if we don't get in, the whole experience was so pleasurable, and it just gave me this high that I've never it's had getting before out, in my fun. life. It's- being in the it's moment. It's also zero stakes because zero you're not stakes. like I'm not super any money. Invest, yeah, no. you're not. You didn't travel to another city no. to really hope to get in. No, no. There were some girls that tried doing that. There were these two girls that were trying to get tickets like we were, and uh, they eventually just couldn't afford what they were asking. And so we overheard them say, "Well, okay, should we try to stay here a little longer? Should we start heading back home to Houston?" And I was like, "Houston, you drove all the way here without wow. having tickets, and you didn't have the five hundred dollars that you probably I've had done to spend." That. I've done that. That's Let me tell nuts. you why it used to work. Uh, but first, I would say if you're going to the show again tonight. Just find some 21 Savage fans because that's the <laughs> opener, and maybe they'll leave. Yeah. And I, I doubt no, that. No, it's, it's actually the other way around, uh, so, I wish. So back in the day, with the comps and holds, Emily, they I learned it once on my first road trip with buddies to see a concert. I bought the three of us tickets. I bought our hotel. I planned it all out. We drove to Dallas. We were like 17, 18 years old. Went to go see Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends Bryson and Justin um, basically said, "Hey, can Those we come?" Sound like Dave Matthews fans. Oh, yeah, and, well, and you know, big straw hats. They were just like they were. They're too. Justin used to go tour with Willie Nelson, and he once fell asleep on Cross Canadian Ragweed's bus and woke up in a different city. That's the kind of friends I'm hanging with. Anyhow. We get there. They ask us, like, hey, we're going to come, too. Can we crash in the hotel room? I'm like, yeah, just throw me a couple bucks, sleep on the floor, whatever. Um, the next day, they bought their tickets, and we're like, oh, cool, you got tickets. That's awesome. I'm glad we can all go. And I watched them march in front of me, wave after wave of, like, rows and sections all the way down to the front, <gasps> um, whereas no. I bought my tickets pre-sale before. So after that, I never did that again. I always bought tickets day of because they would have holds and they would release them in the orchestra pit. Last time I did it successfully was maybe 2007 during the Radiohead and Rainbows tour. We drove to Houston. We didn't have tickets and I could not find any in the orchestra pit because they stopped doing that as much. Luckily, some guy in South Houston bought the tickets for his wife. She didn't want to go. He didn't know anything about it. They were great seats. So I drove to the south of Houston to like Conroe Oof. and yeah. then all the way back up to the Woodlands or no Sugarland. And then all the way back up north to the Woodlands to go to Radiohead. A time investment it for is sure. Risky. It is uh, But you used to be able to do that. And now I guess the, the promoters and venues are like, we'll just keep these tickets. We yeah. don't want people yeah. to see we're not show making for enough money. They won't do that. It's, it's very annoying. Uh, Spinny, you think Emily or I will get in tonight? 
Yeah. You think we'll do it? I believe in Emily. I don't believe in myself, but I don't care. It's all about the experience and the high. It's going to be you and another lovely lady, CJ, unless you're bringing Lisa with you, your fiance. Yeah, so I, yeah, I believe you've got powers and and capabilities, CJ, but I don't think it's not like it's going to work tonight. Yeah, it's harder for me to get into a show. Uh, just a hairy, weird dude sweating by himself yeah. versus two cute ladies. But she's going to the Moody Amphitheater or the Moody Theater, the Moody center, Theater. the Moody big center. megaplex. <laughs> I'm going to a stub, smaller kind of show. Yeah. So okay. We'll now, see. question: How privileged are we that we work in radio and can probably have gotten these tickets uh, by wrangling some sort of networking? Disagree. I would say, how has radio fallen so yeah. hard that we are now <laughs> sending doing our this. show hosts, our DJs, yeah. to stand out front and beg? We're like papas for it wasn't damn free our choice, tickets. but we're relatable now. The CJ Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.